Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. The following program will change the way you think and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listeners, discretion is advised. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, are you ready? You're, you're, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Presents right now on TPV Radio. Thomas Voice presents 
Let's go. Jesus. Then they, uh, this that feared 
the Lord spoke unto one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought and that thought upon his name. Malachi three sixteen. Tanya radiates with a unbridled love for our heavenly Father. When, when you first meet her, it is the heart of the Father that immediately draws you into her presence. She will lovingly begin to share. It is the Lord that has kept her during major ministry and more. 2004, she founded Leave the Wilderness Week, an organization dedicated to assisting abused women and their children. During the eight years the organization was in operation, Tanya brought a transparency and attention to the cause dear to her heart. Children, in November of 05, a longtime dream came true as she debuted a sold-out play entitled Leaving the Wilderness at the Landmark Bird Theater in Richmond, VA. A few years later, as Tanya has walked closer with, to the Lord, the revelation and assignments of her forthcoming books was given to her. In a few years, Jesus had appeared to her in a glorified body and will not leave her comfortless. I will come to you. Yes, you. That's what he does. John 14, 21, during these glorious visitations from Jesus Christ, our precious Savior, graced his daughter with a voice that opens up the portals of heaven. Tanya is a woman in indomitable aromatic faith. Excuse me. She is an intercessor who is called to lead people to the altar of fire in pure intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this woman has a lot on her bio, but we will be talking about 40 days of throne room prayer and much, much more. Ladies and gentlemen, the Psalmist Voice presents Apostle and Doctor Tanya. What's good? God bless you, man of God. That is such an awesome introduction. I thank God for you. I thank God for this opportunity of fellowship this evening with you. I am actually with like sitting here as you were reading my bio of course I don't look at it I haven't yeah. looked at it in a while I was oh my god it was so uncomfortable I was like oh god he's talking about me can he please stop soon so I'm glad that you ended it where you ended. <laughs> yeah you know what let me cut it off because you know this is you know the, our audience wants to know a little bit more about you and if I read the yes. whole bio point of the show so I just wanted to yes. cut it off we can give them a yes. little bit of character to run with. But I'm very yes. excited to have you. So thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come and fellowship with us. We are definitely excited. And the funny part about it is, you know, I'm new to the LinkedIn thing. So it yes. was very it was very funny to me how and I think this you're the fourth uh fourth woman of God 
or, or a preacher per se to reach out to to our ministry. And I'm finding mm-hmm. it very, very humbling because I'm like, wow, these guys are actually paying attention, you know, because a lot of, a lot of the individuals, you know, they're big time, you know, CEOs, Fortune 500 companies, you know, things like that. So I'm like, why are they, why are they looking at little old me over here? But make a long story short, I do appreciate the, um, your, your team, um, of following, um, following back and, and, and corresponding and things like that. And we got, we finally got to lock in and we're ready to rock and roll. But, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to be. Uh, this is a, a forum where you can lay your hair down. You don't have to wear your your pumps. You can just chill out and relax with your flats. Have your cup of coffee, and if you have your Bible right there, that's fine. But we're gonna just have a fellowship and chit chat, if that's all right with you. That is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because you know, we we have this stigma when it comes to ministers of the gospel, we always have to be uptight and serious. Well, when it comes to the things of God, actually, yes, I'm, I'm going to go ham and cheese, as I like to call it, when it comes to the things of God. But when we are trying to have fellowship amongst the brethren and the sisters and getting to know each other through the spirit of the living God, we don't have to be so uptight. And and I and I think that's the biggest problem right now and, and where God has all of his people with this whole COVID-19 thing and, you know, the racial stuff going on and the division within the own house. And, and I, I'm definitely, I'm very, I'm very, very eager to, to really get to know the book because your book, 40 Days of Throne Room Prayers, I believe it is essential for such a time as this. But before we get deeper into that, just give the family a little bit of backdrop of Dr. T. You have. <laughs> well, God bless you, Amanda Bob, again. I thank you so much for such a warm welcome. Uh, I feel at home. It is funny that you said take off your pumps because right before um, we went live, I took off my shoes. <laughs> and Uh-oh. so um, I think that you are actually um, very accurate in that there is sometimes a perception of um, leaders and people in terms of religion versus relationship. And if we take a look at the king, our Lord, Jesus, Jesus was very relaxed. He was very, very, um, he was interested in relationships. Uh, we take a look at his relationships with the disciples. He knew how to have relations. He was big on revelation and time. And he loved people. And so we can't get, we must not allow anything to get us, get in the way of being close to his heart and staying in his heart and having relationships that model after him and we ought to be him and so he was an intimate God he is still because he's risen and so that is my heart to carry forth in this earth realm the heart of Jesus and his heart is beautiful and so I think that it's great that you um, are you, that you agreed to have a, have me on to speak about the Lord and offer this opportunity to for to be relaxed because I certainly feel that warmth on the line and I thank you for the honor for this invitation. I think now if you ask 
to talk about myself. This is not an easy subject. <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> um, by well, you grace, don't to, you don't have to get too you don't have to get too in depth. Just you know, yes. just a little, just a little, you know, just a little something well, that everybody would know. Th- you know thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. You are by his grace. Um, I did release by his grace uh, forty days of throne room prayers, which. I um, was I am so blessed still because the book was released as you was talking about COVID COVID nineteen. The book was released the same week that the United States was pretty much shut down, and I didn't know that this was occurring. I knew that in my time with God, in interceding and praying, that something was getting ready to manifest in this earth realm in the United States that would not be well. It would be. It would be very hard for the church. As an intercessor, God began to give me pieces to like a puzzle. But of course, I could have never imagined that it was going to be what it was. And so my book was released March 18th. And I think um, what began to happen was like March 13th. And, you know, God's timing is perfect because we had originally planned to release the book February 27th. And the Lord had me to push back the publishing date. And of course, he knew he know he knew why he wanted it. And that week that the United States shut down, prayer, prayers, devotional prayers, was the top hit on Google. And so it was released in the earth, the time that God wanted it to be released, the time that it would be needed in this earth realm. And I'm so honored for that. And so, you know, about ten years ago, eleven years ago. Um, I, you know, of course, I love writing from a child, and I was a writer. I wrote books, and um, I was a public speaker, motivational speaker, speaking and doing really flourishing in that part of life. That was about 12 years ago. And in the middle of that, the Lord called me into ministry. Um, it was right after my mom passed when I knew for sure my mom saw it. So many people saw it on my life. But um, And I had always loved Jesus all of my life, but I didn't get called into full-time ministry until almost 11 years ago. And it feels like I've been in ministry all my life. So it was almost 11 years ago that I got called into ministry. And this book is the first book I can truly say that I sat on the lap of the King, the Lord Jesus, and he showed me and told me what to pray and through those prayers that I was praying when I was in great warfare eventually he said now I want you to release those prayers in a book form so when I wrote these prayers when I was praying these prayers and writing these prayers I thought they were just for myself you know as an intercessor praying for things that the enemy was opposing for my ministry and myself but after that after the, the warfare was over in this area of my life the Lord spoke to me and said, now I want you to release this book. And it will be, this is the title, 40 Days. And of course, we know that Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days. And so 40, the number 40, is a, it's, a, it's symbolic for testing. It's symbolic for trials. And so um, it was a glorious title that God gave me because it was in the throne room. I sat on his, with him as I wrote these, as I prayed these prayers. And then I was so honored that he asked me to release this book into the earth realm for this time. 
and so I'm so blessed that you have um, mentioned the book. I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about it, actually, and I'm so excited of, of this book. It's very dear to my heart because when I was birthing it, I was suffering so greatly, man of God, and so to be able to release such a book that I know God answered the prayers for, for others, and to hear testimonies of that, about the book, it is certainly a blessing to me. And see, this is why, see, this is why, and I, and I tell people this all the time, you could be prepared for something, or for example, this show, but God mm -hmm. has another agenda, and I truly believe in listening to the Spirit of God, because sometimes you can have all the nice questions ready to go, but in all <laughs> actuality, I want you to speak about something else. And yes. when I saw your book, I'm like, wait a minute, something quickened in my spirit. You need to, you need to scratch this, and we need to talk about this, because people need uh, a devotional to go to, because the fact of the matter yeah. is. A lot of people know how to religiously pray. A lot of people know how to, to religiously do the work. But you said a key thing, and this is something that I learned from the School of Hard Knocks, relationship. <laughs> no yeah. one seems to talk about relationship with Christ. Everything's about getting the paperwork, getting the stuff. Getting the blessings. That's all great. But God put the reset button in this season for a reason. Because yeah. we got this whole church thing all wrong. And I'm sorry to say it. Y'all can get mad at me if you want. You can turn this off. But it's still recorded. It's all good. It'll still be on a replay. But my, my point is this. We, are, we were so caught up in the things that God can provide instead of the things that God can give us to help us in this time right now. What I'm learning, Apostle, is that relationship is the key here. God is wiping away the, the religious toxins that are in most believers' bodies. We are so good at saying things. We are so good with the cliches. We are so good with the all the stuff that looks blessed and highly favored, but the love of God will be apparent when you open up your mouth. And God wants our hearts. He wants us as uh, as husbands and wives or or as mothers and fathers and how we love our children, things like that. That's what God wants in this season. And people don't seem to understand that. And you said the key thing, relationship and prayer. And with this book, it is so key. And the way it came out was God. Because now, you, I'm quite sure at this point with your book, I'm quite sure it's flying off the shelves because people don't know how to pray. Because we yes. got so caught up in the stuff. We got so caught up in sounding like we're blessed and, and making sure we say our Shondas and Hondas right. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're taught all wrong. So this is what I'm loving in this season. And that's why people think I'm just off the bat. But I know what God told me. 
I love what he's doing in this season because he's putting all of us on. He's putting all of us in front of a mirror and doing a self-examination of do we really love Jesus Christ or are we going through the motions? Because it's very easy. You go to theology school, you learn the text, you learn Hebrew and Greek, you know all, you learn all the stuff. But Jesus, like you said, Jesus is one of those cool cats that was able to be powerful and didn't have to say a word sometimes. And this is where we need to be now in this season. We have to be powerful and don't have to say much. We could just be in a room and laugh. What are you laughing for, Apostle? It's nothing funny. Why, why are you feeling so joyous? I have the joy of the Lord. Oh, what are you talking about? Well, if you give me five minutes, I'll explain it to you. See, it's a perfect it's a perfect moment for uh, for reaching out to people for salvation. I mean, it's a this whole it's a whole clean slate. What we knew was church is no more. Everyone's on the same playing field now. There's no such thing as I'm a bigger ministry and I'm a small ministry. God put us all on the same platform, and what the people out there need is the heart. Of God, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to preach, Apostle, but I, I just, I, I just had to go there with you because I understand what God is saying as far as relationship and and being able to sit with Him and commune with Him and be able to get what is needed for today's time and world. That's 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 priceless. So, in that, can you enlighten the family that's listening? With the relationship of Jesus Christ, him hiding you, him downloading all of these things that he wanted you to write in this book, how can we, as a people of God, experience that same relational uh, experience that you have with the Father for all those that have been churched and don't know the relationship part? Can you give the family a little bit of nudge on how that works? You have the floor. Yes. Yes. I'd be delighted to. First, I'd like to say that our Lord, he is, there is a reverence and honor that we must have for him to receive that level of relationship with him. He is a God of order. When we take a look at the word of God, we see that he could not, it was not that he could not. He, there was no miracles for his own kind because they became familiar with him and they lacked honor for him. And honor is important that we even said it even on this line, just give him honor and praise and Lord, I just bless you. I glorify you. I exalt you, Lord. We honor you. We thank you for the man of God, Lord. We bless you, Father God, that you've caused him to be sensitive, to discern, Lord, that there is a relationship you're calling us into in this hour, that you're calling us to go deeper in you as the dear pints for the water book you're calling us according to psalms 42 1 you're calling us into that relationship lord you wrote you wrote it it is in the word that you love relationship lord you if you wasn't there we would not try so hard to seek you you've given us the heart to love you and to have relationship and we look at the scriptures lord i thank you that in the scriptures it shows those 12 disciples that you carefully prayed for to be released into you. 
they were not just disciples who became apostles of God, of, of, of you, Lord God. They were your friends. And so, man of God, I really believe that this is the heart of Jesus. And how I know is because I grew up in a religious church, and he took me out of that. And he had to cleanse me from religion because religion hinders the flow of the spirit. Religion hinders relationship because many, even the young people, they are fearful because of what they've heard and what they've taught about Jesus. And he's nothing like what they have heard. He's loving. He's meek. He's kind. He's humble. He is about relationship. If we take a look at the book of John, chapter one, chapter 21, sorry. He, after his, after his ascension, he had a meal with his disciples. He came back to enjoy a meal with them. That's one of my favorite chapters. It's one of the most favorite, profound chapters of the intimacy that he desires. We see that the women that walked with him and served him, they was, they, he was their teacher. He was their rabbi. But he loved them so that at the cross, where were they? They were there. That great suffering, they were there. Why? Because the Lord, in his earthly ministry, taught his disciples how to love. He taught us how to pray, according to Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. He taught us how to pray to his Father. He taught us that we, we ought to set away. He told us that it was beautiful if we could find beauty and go pray. Although it says find a secret place, a closet. But if we look at where, where the Lord Jesus prayed, he went into the mountains. We know that the mountains are beautiful. The mountains are quiet. He went to the garden to pray. And so he even shows us how to pray, where to pray. He says, if you cannot pray for me for an hour, he tells us how long we should pray. Our meaning the fullness of time. Not, I'm done in an hour, leave. It's about relationship with him. He sought his father and he sought his God. He was in relationship with his father and with his God. He gave us those examples in the Holy Scriptures so that we might know how to live holy. We might know how to seek him and have relationship with him. You know for yourself, in order to have a relationship with anyone, you must have conversations. You must speak via text. You must have telephone conversations. You must email one another. You must have face-to-face conversations. You must dine together or else that relationship is not healthy. That is the same thing with our spiritual health. We must read the word and we must look at Jesus and keep our eyes focused on him and spend time with him and develop and foster a healthy spiritual relationship with him. And how do we do that? And I love that you are sensitive to the Lord to say, you, you know, it was, it's, time of, it's a time of prayer, devotional. For those that don't know how to pray, I encourage you to just spend 15 minutes in the morning time with the Lord Jesus and devote, find a scripture that speaks to your heart 
and use that scripture as a devotional unto the Lord in the morning. The 40 days with, of throne room prayers, and I don't use this as a promotional um, part of my of what I'm saying. This is the spirit of the Lord. It is never. It was never something that I planned to release. God gave me something to birth into the earth realm, and it's beautiful prayers unto the Lord that He loves the most. And those prayers, it's not if you speak so eloquently. It is what comes out of the heart. Who can stand before his presence? What comes out of the heart? It can be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Never push him away and don't desire to spend time in his presence. One of the things I try to teach about, teach to people, when you don't know what to pray, just sit and be still in his presence. The word of God says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Sometimes in his presence, I can tell you, there are no words. It's too holy for words. The word of God also says, let your words be few in my presence because he is a holy God. So sometimes in his presence, you may not find that you will say many words. And that's why I believe he is encouraging me to push the, the book and devotional time. It only takes... 10 to 5 to 15 minutes to say this sort of devotional prayer unto your Lord to start your morning. Give God that time in the morning. I don't encourage your 15 minutes. I'm a woman that enjoys spending time with the Lord. It is my most comfortable place, brother. But I'm encouraging those that are listening, that are just starting out. Give God 15 minutes. He'll increase the time. You'll get so comfortable and peace, the peace of God will be with you. You won't want to leave his presence quickly. I encourage you to begin to soak with him. And some people don't know what soaking is, but the word of God says meditate on my word. So soaking is, is biblical. Soaking music is instrumental music where the Holy Spirit is very, where most of the, those worshipers are anointed to carry that glory into the earth realm where the Holy Spirit manifests itself on us while we soak with that music. And that typically is how I, I want to say that is how I started my time, spending so much time before the Lord. It was soaking, soaking in his presence with that music because I'm a worshiper and I love to hear worship music. So it was soaking in that music and he would come upon my heart. And then I would be ushered into a place of intercession and prayer. He would cause you to know, he would cause me to know his will. We can't pray our will. We must pray his will according to Matthew 6, 9, 13. Those are the prayers he answers. The, in the first book of John, chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, the word of God says, in this that we have confidence that when we pray according to, to his will, he heareth us, and not only will he hear us, he will answer us. So we never want to pray outside of his will, brother. We want to pray in his will. And you can pray 10 minutes with God, 5 minutes with the Lord, and it is his will, and it will be answered. And he will begin to place in your heart a yearning and a longing to be in his presence even longer than that but to desire relationship with God. 
relationship with him. And if we look at how much value we place on relationships with spouses, with children, and we, we know that we're never to have anything exalted over those relationships. God is supposed to be at the, he's always to be exalted above every relationship. So if we take time to spend developing those relationships that are human, that God has given to us, the spouses, the children, the spiritual children, the leaders, then we must also think that if God showed us how to have relationship in those relationships, certainly he must want that for himself and his children. And I used to talk about one of the things I used to say, I haven't said this in a long time, but I feel the spirit of the Lord having me to release this, was can you imagine the word of God says that he walks the cool, he walks the earth in the cool of the day. And the cool of the day is before the sun sets. It's before the sun rises. It's just right before the sun rises that the Bible says that the Lord God walks the, walks the earth, right? So if we rise during that hour to pray, before our day starts, that is a blessed time to pray with the Lord, to seek him early. That's why the psalmist David said, seek me early, seek the Lord early. And if we rise during that time, think about if we, like I became, I used to do it for several years and then I stopped for a while. And my message to others was, if he's walking this cool of the day looking for us and, I, and he wants our hearts to be in prayer with him, can you imagine if we're still sleeping and he comes to see us? And I compare that to a father that may not have his child living with him. And I don't mean to say that it's just fathers, it's mothers too, but my, my teaching was, imagine a father who goes to visit his child that he doesn't live with, and the child doesn't show up for that visitation. And I get emotional when I talk about it. That, that, that sort of pain hurts that father. Well, I believe that sort of pain also hurts Jesus when we don't give him that time in prayer and when we spend more time with the relationships that he's blessed us with, with spouses and children and spiritual children and, and our pastors and for those that have pastors and bishops and leaders. And when we focus so much on the church and not our our Lord, the head, we become out of alignment. So I think this is, it just came on my heart. And I haven't taught that in several years. But that is what he gave me then, a few years ago. He just gave it to me, brought it to my remembrance now. That is what he was. And I thank you for bringing this topic up. Because I think now more than ever, we need to develop relationship with the Lord and forget about religion. He's not religious. He's our father. We're his children and he yearns to be with us. That's right. And and that and that that has been that has been a, a cry for me um for the last few years because I you know, I was one of those individuals that was actively involved 
I was a praise and worship leader, and you know, and that's the one thing that I loved. I loved praise and worship. That's why I'm the psalmist voice, because that's that's me. That's how I can tap into God. Now, other people have different things, different mm-hmm. methods, but that's how I talk to God through music, through praise and worship, through and then the prayer comes and then everything else comes. So for me, that's it works for me. But this is the this is the awesome thing about God. He is so caring that he he has a whole blueprint to show us what to do. Now, we're we're taught all this like you said, we're taught all this stuff in church. We're we're getting a very good cleansing right now <laughs> with all the religion <laughs> All the stuff going on, churchdom, yeah, that's a made-up word. Um, all that stuff <laughs> that we activated in the atmosphere. Now, we have to understand that one ministry is not about you, and mm-hmm. it's about people. So the people can find their place with the Father, find where they are in the body. The body has millions of moving parts. We can't be effective if we have all these solo parts going. We need everyone collectively to make this work. Now, this is what the Spirit of God has been telling me. Unity is very vital at this point. I'm not talking about race. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about Unity as a community of believers. We need to stop the segregation among ourselves, the division with denomination, all that stuff. We need to come together. Just like Azusa Street was the most awesome spiritual experience ever recorded, if we all were on the same accord, Apostle, can you imagine Azusa Street in 2020? Yeah, I can imagine it, and I can imagine it, brother, in 2021. I think I can imagine something greater coming. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think this is why the earth is shaken. I can certainly imagine it. I've been praying for that. And that yes, and and that's the thing. It's like you know, I'm you know, I, I don't call myself to be a prophet or anything like that. If God uses me in the prophetic, I thank God for it. But I don't sit here and and and, and post a Facebook page and ask me ask you to cash at me because God gave me a word. No, that's nonsense. All I'm saying is is that we have to come together at this time in this season. That's why Azusa Street was powerful because these men came together with one accord, one agenda. Period. And that's where the move of God came. We have to get off of our agendas. We have to get off of trying to be the next big thing. We have to get off of us being so ego driven. We have to get off of all that stuff. Oh, the Koji is better than the Baptist. And non-denomination, y'all need to have an order. What? All of us are under the same direction. Who's that? Jesus Christ. So where do we get all this stuff? See, again, it's religion. Religion is keeping us hindered. It's keeping us bound. And 
All I'm saying is, is that the closer, the closest relationship we're going to have with Jesus Christ, and you verified what I just said, it's relational. To get rid of all that religion that we've been, that we grew up with, that we now were grown, and we got the new age gospel with the prosperity movement and all this stuff, and sowing a seed is going to activate this and that. I'd rather be rich in spirit, apostle, than to be rich here on this earth. Why? Because my treasure is not supposed to be here in the first place. But yeah. see, we're not teaching that. Let's, teaching, let's get our stuff now. No, I don't want my stuff now. God, protect me from what's going on. Make sure that I, I get my needs met, not my wants, my needs. Will God give you what you want or desire? Yeah, he will. But that should not be your main focus. This is this has tore us apart as a church, Apostle. This whole movement for 25, 30 years has torn the church completely apart, that now is the time that the church needs to stand, and we're committing suicide as leaders. We're, we're doing all this stuff that is showing that the church is not as powerful as it should be. Now, for me, it's a wake-up call, Apostle, because we got to get on our spiritual horses. We got to sharpen our tools. We got to get it out of the closet and, and, and start working this thing out for real because we don't have time to be sitting back or hiding behind a title or hiding behind a church or hiding behind uh, formulisms and schisms and isms and all this stuff. It's time for us to take the roadblocks off. And I have a very serious question in regards to um, the apostolic, because you, you, you flow in the apostolic, and I understand that, you know, that's not my lane. But I also understand that there's a serious roadblock in the spirit. I can't pinpoint it. I don't know what it is. Maybe there's something that God has told you, Apostle, that's keeping the people of God prisoner. And people of God are giving up. They're failing at what the most common thing is, is relationship. That's the answer. They're looking for everything else but a relationship. So, Apostle, in this season, what is the roadblock? That's holding us back That's keeping us uh, hostage And how can we overcome them In this season You have the floor Oh I don't I don't feel anything from the spirit To answer that by the spirit I do feel that As an intercessor in the time that I have been Spending Spending with the Lord And he's not giving me anything to respond to that And in terms of a specific thing, but I will respond to um, what I sense, you know, in prayer. Um, a lot of things are timing with God. A lot of things that we may want to do to move forward, it may not be the time that God is releasing the body to move forward in, in what you would see is the time. And then, of course, there is the issue with heart. That, to me, would be the biggest roadblock there is right now in the body. 
God is not going to just use anyone to do his to do great things and to do magnificent things for him. He wants the glory. And if there is anything in a heart of a in his one of his vessels that could steal his glory, that could hinder a move by hurting another person's ministry, that right now is what is hindering um, being goal oriented, being self motivated. Be, that that flesh, the flesh in ministry, there's no place for it. We must be led by the spirit. We must be led by the spirit. So God is not going to move by the God. God is not going to release his children into things, into areas in ministry where he has not sent them. You have to be sent. And God is not going to sin if we are not, if we do not have a pure heart with our brethren, if we don't have a pure heart with his call, if we um, want to touch another man's glory, he's not going to move. A lot of times we may feel that it is our time, but it is not God's time. He may still have some work and some process to do on the vessel. So I think to answer your question, and now I feel the spirit of the Lord, because in the beginning I, was, I didn't feel anything other than I'm not going to answer that. I won't answer why, for, for, you know, for, I can just say, you know, feeling the spirit now, not speaking about anyone in general, um, yeah. that's the area, of course, you want, want to get into with judgment, but just knowing as an intercessor, why the Lord had used me at a time, I wasn't ready. My heart wasn't ready. I had forgiveness. I had to go through a place of forgiving some people. You know, I wanted to be released two years ago. It was my heart. I didn't, I still have people to get out of the heart. I had to acquire the heart of Jesus. I also had to get to a place of humility. God does not release cross into major platforms. He does not. He does not. And so I think that what we're sensing and what you're seeing may be there is pride there. And God is not going to exalt man if there's pride in your heart. If there is unforgiveness in your heart. And I started off saying it's the heart. The heart is the roadblock. We must Walk like Jesus and allow him to exalt us, brother. We must, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing God is not going to allow anything that is not pure have a place in the public for long. He will sit you down. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's exactly, see, that's that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That, that's exactly where I was going. Because, um, like I said, I'm lear- I, there's a lot that I'm learning, especially through this whole uh, uh, quarantine situation. And I'm learning mm-hmm. different things. God's revealing certain things to me that I never thought I possessed. And, and we just finished doing a, a series on uh, taking it out of the closet. It's a metaphor in, in speaking of the Holy Ghost, 
of how we put it back in the closet. We take it out the closet, we dry clean it, we make sure it looks nice, we got the plastic over it, and we hang it up, and we only use it when we need it. And a lot of times, where where hot where where uh how do I say it? We're not utilizing something that's been freely given since day one. Since we said I do to the Father, this was something that was freely given from day one. And a lot of uh, a lot of believers don't know how to keep it out of the closet and wear it and understand what their gifts or giftings are. We we are not concentrated on the giftings that God in, inherited to us. He said that we would do things greater than he. Why did he leave the Holy Ghost for us to twiddle our thumbs? And and this is this has been this has been another um uh, stirring that why would he give us a Holy Ghost that is so powerful that we can move a lot of things but yet we're only part time with it or we only utilize it or try to control it. You can't control the Holy Ghost. That's why it bothers me when some men and women of God talk about, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to cut the, I'm going to cut this short, you know, and, uh, you know, God has left the room. How, how, how do you have the liberty to say that? It's, especially if the spirit's in the house, people are being set free and delivered and you don't have to say a thing. Just ushering him into the into the uh, into the congregation, just ushering him into the service. That's what it's all about, and and it makes our job a whole lot e- <laughs> a whole lot easier. Allowing the Holy Ghost to take free reign and move—that's the whole point of of it. I don't want to be in a way, Apostle. I want to try to find strategies. I'm tired of the roadblocks, and the one thing that I thank God for for this platform is that roadblocks are are set when people put them there. But when you decide to be humble, when you decide that you want to have relationship versus religion, and when you decide that Jesus Christ is the only thing that's going to give you the joy and peace Surrounding everything that's happening right now That's what we ought to be striving for We ought to get out of the way And, and activate the spirit of God I don't know Like I said I, I, This is just something that's just keep, that keeps coming out of my spirit And I know, I know I've been writing it down And meeting writers like yourself uh, They say write everything down You never know yeah. So that's been yeah. doing, just writing it down. You know, God's just been downloading so many things, and of course, my approach is very different, but the message is still clear. It's relationship, period. I don't care who you are, but when we go through life, Apostle, and when we're dealing with certain things, this is why I love speaking with men and women of God that have written, because I, when you go through life, Sometimes that's all you have is that notebook that you've been writing in, and God's been giving you the tools that you needed at that time. But and then then you get to a hard place, and you pick up the book and you start to open the page, and the page opens up exactly to where you need God at that minute. 
See, God talks to us in so many forms. And when you're able to write it and you're able to give it to other people to be blessed by it and inspired by it and how God brought you out of it, that's what makes this whole thing worth it. Seeing someone come out of that muck and that mire, someone that was called nobody, someone that was downtrodden, someone that's been abused in the church. Yep, I said it. Someone that was abused in society. Yes, I said it. It happens. But the fact of the matter is, he will never leave us or forsake us, Apostle. And that's why I love yeah. Jesus Christ so much. I go so hard for Jesus Christ because I know what he did for me. He saved yeah. my life. And with yeah. him doing that, I owe it to my father not to turn my back on him again. I owe it to him. And I don't want to sound like it's a personal vendetta because it's not. But I owe it to my king because you get sick of running from your call and your purpose. And when God throws things in your way and you hit that brick wall <laughs> and, you, and you're on your on your backside looking up like, what happened, God? Uh, I'm here to get your attention now, son, daughter. I'm getting your attention. So with with your book, Apostle, what are some, without giving it away, what are some nuggets that you can give to the families that they can overcome that personal hurdle of facing that, being church hurt, or someone told them that they couldn't uh, overcome because they're in this certain lifestyle, or they're, they, they, don't, they don't pray like this, or they don't give like this, all the things that you hear. Can you give someone a nugget? Without giving it away. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a wonderful question. Thank you for allowing me to answer that. I think that we must remember who Jesus said we are. Yes. And we must remember the life he had in in earth. He was slandered. He was spit upon. He was beaten. He was bruised. He was called names. He was shunned. His brethren didn't want anything to do with him. They didn't believe in him. It, it, the Jews didn't believe in him. They cast him out. They plotted against him. He was rejected among men. He was a man of many sorrows. He didn't slander with his mouth. He didn't gossip. He didn't fight back often with his mouth. But when he spoke, you knew that was the key. I believe that he and his character, the Lord's character, the meekness of his character, the love of Jesus reminds us that we can overcome. We are overcoming in Christ Jesus. We cannot allow slander, gossip, jealousy, envy, those that do not confirm or affirm who God says we are to dictate how we live for Christ, what we do for him, to bring, to, to glorify him in the earth realm. We cannot allow that. He is to be glorified in our very existence. 
when we allow mankind to dictate where we go, what we do, where we breathe, we are allowing the spirit that is using mankind to steal our identity that Christ has given to us. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We must meditate on the word of God. Meditate on Jeremiah 29, 11. Meditate on Psalms 139. Meditate on the gospel. Meditate. Keep the word in front of us. There was a season when I had to keep the word on mirrors at my desk. I was in such warfare. I had to, and I was still working outside of ministry at the time. I had to keep those letters, the words, the words of the king to remind me who he said I was. I am his. I am not man. What can man do to me? I am his. There are, there is always spirit behind every human person who is being used to be the enemy's host. The enemy will use that body to try to destroy that person, especially if they have a call on their life. That is his assignment with that person. We must not yield to those words that do not define who we are, that do not do not agree with what is written in heaven for us. God made us all beautiful. We all have been called to something. We're all to do something in this earth realm for him. In this earth realm for him. For the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. We are to do something for him. It is the enemy's job always to send people to sabotage what we've been called to do. The best way to defeat him and the best tools, according to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, is the very word of God. You fight back those lies with the truth of who Jesus says you are. You sit with the Holy Spirit. You develop a relationship with him, and he will give you the grace he will give you the strength and he will confirm who you are and who you've been and what you've been sent in this earth realm to do. I'm so glad for that question because that is one of the areas the enemy has hit me and very hard. And he does that with a lot of leaders. Not now, of course, but I went there. He's used people. He will use the people that you love the, the most. Try to destroy you and sabotage your work. But you have to be like Nehemiah. <laughs> Nehemiah, he kept building. Oh, the spirit of Sambala, the spirit of Tobias, they were trying everything, giving him false words. Come down, man of God, off that wall. I have a word for you. Those were lying prophecies. They were trying to get him out of God's will. He didn't give ear to that. Why? Because he knew who he was in Christ Jesus. Why? Because he knew what God called him to do. 
We must be focused. Those words are called distractions. And there are they are attempts to destroy our identity. The word of God says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to what? Still kill and destroy. That is an assignment of the enemy to steal who we have been called to be. And he uses human bodies that he yields to him to carry out those demonic assignments to steal our identity. Remember, fearfully, wonderfully made we are. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Well, just going to bless somebody tonight. I say, I tell you that, and I and I thank God for what He's doing right now. Um, but I definitely wanted uh, wanted you to give all of your um, social media handles, your websites for someone that really wants to grab a hold of what God has given you with this book. Is there some is there some way that someone can get the book? Uh, do you have a social media handle they can go to, so forth and so on? Yes, yes, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to bless God for you and thank God for your ministry and and that the Lord would continue to use you and send the vessels on the uh, on the line for you to interview that will give Him the glory and that God continues to um, downloading you His his words from heaven and guide you in Jesus name and I bless God for your obedience to have me on the line and I bless God for you and I thank you I bless God it, it, it fills in my heart that you desire to release some books so I pray God will help help will get, grace you with that I bless God that he will give you the grace needed, the anointing as a scribe to write books for worship, and he will be glorified in what you release in the earth realm for his glory. In the name of his son, Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And uh, so, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for his ministry now, Lord. We thank you that he would give you glory. We thank you even for songs. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord God. We thank you, God, for the psalmist. We give you praise and glory, God. Lord, lead him to those people. Lead him to the divine connections, God, in Jesus' name. I release fresh revelation upon him now for your will, timing. Lord God, cause it to be synchronated and syncopated in your divine timing. Because when we are in your divine timing, Lord God, we re- you release the special anointing upon us. So, Lord, I thank you for that special anointing that will bless, hallelujah, those that will read the book. Oh, God, I bless you, God. From the ends of the earth shall it touch, I pray. As your prophet, I decree and declare that it shall be done. Oh, God, give him the time, Lord Jesus. Give him the time, God, in Jesus' name. Give him the songs, God, to listen to and worship you to. Worship with you, Lord. 
as he begins to write, God. Give him the methods, God. You taught me when we don't have a book and a pen handy, God, to record those words that come in our spirit in a voice memo, in our phone. God, cause that to come upon him, God, in Jesus' mighty name. I give it to you all the praise, Lord. I give it to you all the glory, God. I thank you for his assignments to write for your glory now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes, you were asking how um, people might be able to contact me. I'm on it for them. My website, I'll give you the first one. The ministry website is www.estacromministries.org. The blog um, address is www.apostletanya.video.blog, and I'll spell that, Apostle, A-P-O-S-T-L-E, Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, dot video, dot blog, and email address, the email address to the ministry is info at estacromministries.org. There is someone that answers and will respond to any inquiry. Um, how to speak with me. The ministry's phone number is 314-721-3600. Amen. And I think you have my, tw- I think that's it, my Twitter and email. We're just starting back out with Facebook. Something happened with the first first Facebook page, so we're starting back out with our Facebook page. And, um, we have Twitter, and the Twitter handle is at Apostle Dr. Tanya, D-R Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A. Amen. Amen. Well, we're not done just yet because I am very interested in what God gave you when I love the name of your ministry. Now, I know that there is a story behind the name. So we're going to put a stamp in it right there. When we come back, we have Apostle Dr. Tanya in the building. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Esther Crown Ministries and the birthing of that baby. And then we're going to be out of here on tonight. Is that okay with you, Apostle? Yes, that's fine. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll, when we come back, we have more with Apostle Dr. Tanya in the building of Esther Crown Ministries in the building. And also, she is the author of. 40 Days of Throne Room Prayers. You got to get the book, family. I'm telling you, it is crucial for this season, and it will bless your life. So when we come back, of course, you know how we do. We got to put some praise and worship in the mix. When we come back, we have more with Apostle Dr. Tanya in the building. So keep it locked right here on the Sabbath Voice Present, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere and don't move a muscle. We'll be right back. You're you're, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Presents right now on TPV Radio. Keep it locked, right? Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go.
never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're, you're, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Presents right now on TPV Radio. We are back from Voice in the building with a very special guest. Apostle Dr. Tanya is in the building, and we thank God for her right now. And Taryn Wells with Elevation Worship with Never Fail. That song was perfect for what we were talking about um, this whole show. We definitely wanted to talk about uh, briefly uh, about Esther Crown. And I know there's, there has to be uh, a biblical story. Um, of course, we know Esther, who she is in the Bible. But I know there's a significance to why you named the ministry Esther Crown. I know there's a backdrop or a backstory in regards to that. So I would, lo- I would love for you to expound on when God gave you that name and the vision for the ministry. And you see it now. Have did you ever think that God will make it the way it is moving in this season? You have the floor. Oh, amen. I give you praise, Jesus, for that question. I thank you. It's very dear to me. Um, I have almost lost my life for my ministry. The suffering that I had to go through. Pay. Of course, Jesus paid the greatest price twice, but for what God had to do within me so that this could move on, um, it nearly and actually almost did. It almost cost me my life. The enemy did not want it to go forward. Back in 2014, I the Lord gave me the name for the ministry, Esther Crown Ministries. And at the time, I was preparing for a small ministry that would uh, mentor to wives, first ladies, wives, and and women. And I was going to do a mentorship. It was going to be like a nine month. It would be like a nine. It was going to be a nine month mentorship. And the steps were um, like trimest, trimesters to become a queen. But of course, God had another plan. <laughs> and um, I was working on that ministry, getting it started, getting ready to go forth with it. And God asked me to go on sabbatical. And I went on sabbatical. And during that time, I was afflicted very much in my body with different diseases that the enemy attacked me with. The, the Lord delivered me and healed me from supernaturally. Um, and so while I was on the sabbatical sick, fighting for my life, the Lord began to reveal more of the dreams I was having of a supernatural ministry. And so the ministry would be one ministry that, um, and of course, there's an area of ministry I'm still not comfortable speaking of right now, but the healing and the miracle and the deliverance ministry is, is why I suffered so greatly, brother, in my body 
so that God and the Lord Jesus could use me to pray for healing and deliverance for others. And so um, I'm so deeply honored that God allows me to stay alive and not allow the enemy to end my life prematurely because I still have many more, much more years, years left. I'm just really starting over. And so I thank God for what he did through me. And so my ministry is very special to me because of how it almost was supposed to be one thing and I was looking small at it and then God said, no, I'm just going to do this with you. I was not giving you everything. And I love to encourage people with my testimony because it it is an example of when we just obey God, he will reveal his will. But when we really sit with him and spend time with him, and stay obedient to him. He will give us more than we ask for. And I want to say it's sort of hard for me. There's an image that is that I want to share with people soon. But it is a little girl. And I feel this way with my, with my Lord, my father. And it's a little girl with a um, teddy bear behind her back. And she's standing in front of the Lord Jesus. And behind his back, he has a big, big teddy bear. And he says to her, she doesn't want to give up the small teddy bear. And he says to her, but my, what I have, my surprise for you is bigger. And that is the perfect illustration of my heart for the Lord. I'm still fighting parts of my ministry. And because you have to come out of your comfort zone. And with so many in so many areas and so I keep saying to the Lord I don't want to do this I some even still I cry I don't want to do that part yet I'm not ready for that part yet I'm not ready and he'll say to me but I have this big part Tanya aren't you ready for it yet but if you don't if you don't if you keep crying you're not going to get the real revelation the fullness of it I it's bitter but you are scared. You're not come on out of that place. I'm not going to hurt you with this. So I want to say that even still, there's parts of my ministry that I fully understand, but I don't know how God's going to do those things yet. And we just have to trust Him with all our heart, lean not on our own understanding. And I'm almost speaking to myself in areas still again. It it's not easy yielding completely and giving up the things that I had to give up for this level of walk with the Lord Jesus. It's not. It's, um, people don't understand it. It's, it's really not easy because I've always been a very, uh, I have, you know, God's given me a big personality. So I've always had a lot, a lot of people around me all my life. And when he called me into sabbatical, he removed those people. Because they couldn't go where I was getting ready to go. And it just didn't, it happened, sorry, there's a distraction coming. And it, it, it just happened, he just was preparing me for a different place. And so I like to just say that in, we have to just trust him, trust the Lord. And 
sometimes he'll show you a small picture, but he has so much more and bigger for us. And that is where I am today. And I apologize for the little distraction. That's where I am today. And that is how Esther Crown Ministries is birthed. And it was for one thing. And of course, I love the name and I love the ministry. And that ministry is in my ministry. And I'm grateful that he allows me to still, we have the mentorship program now where it's not so much about the queen, Esther. It's just about raising up women to be intercessors, to serve the Lord Jesus, to be leaders in ministry. And, of course, we are all priests. So, um, but the ministry is not what it was years ago. It's not just for women. You know, healing is for everyone. Deliverance is for everyone. That is the Lord. Well, I, I definitely, I definitely knew that there was a, a birthing to it because with every ministry, there's always a birthing that takes place within your own personal life. Um, I definitely can attest to that. Uh, just to give a quick backdrop on what's going on with uh, the Thomas voice as a whole, uh, God stopped everything. Uh, my normal, uh, the way I. Executed things was very was not was not what God designed for me, and I did everything I possibly could to try to sabotage what God has already placed for me to do. And a couple of years ago, uh, I was in a very severe car accident. I almost lost my life, like for real. And I knew that God saved me because car was crushed uh i was you know my leg was broke my right leg was completely mangled my foot was crushed my collarbone was broken uh we were stuck in the car and the jaws of life had to cut us out that's how bad it was oh my Jesus. but i remember i remember a perfectly round uh circle that when i, I was in the driver's seat i was still strapped in and there was a perfect circle. The airbag was deployed. I didn't hit the airbag, mind you. And it was a perfect gap. And when we were about to hit the truck, it was like, I, I seen like a quick flash of light. It, it, you know, and I, I tell this to everybody. It was probably the angel of the Lord just flew down. And the angel extended his wings, protected me from the impact, and left. That's how quick it was. Now, wow. I didn't realize the severity of the accident until my recovery. And the doctors were saying, oh, it's going to take about uh, nine months to a year for you to learn how to walk again. You had to get all these blood transfusions. You lost a lot of blood, blah, 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 blah. So pretty much, I was very bad off. And Laying in that hospital bed, this is why this is why I tell people a lot. In that hospital bed, I realized that God had a purpose because I should have been dead. I should have been gone. And thank God that He said, "You know what, Chris? You're not gonna you're not gonna get away that easy, buddy." And I'm not saying God did this to me, so don't take it the wrong way, family. But He had to sit me down because I was a hard rock, sis. I was a hard rock. I, I would I refused 
to, to walk in my purpose. I'm going to do everything that I possibly can because I'm tired of these phony baloney pastors. You want me to sit up under all these ministers? I do that. I'm faithful. You know, my, 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 my relationships go to, go, go to south. Everything that I touch seems to go south. I had enough. I sold. I did all. You know, you know how we do. So at the end of the day, in that hospital bed, I learned the relationship of Christ all over again. I learned to love him for who he was, not as an it, not as a religion, not as a custom, not as all of that. I learned to love him, and I started talking to him. Pain reeked with pain, and I, I, I always kept calling out, calling out, calling out, calling out, and then, you know, I knew once the recovery fast forward, you know, they said nine months to a year. Well, God said, I'm going to use this. He, I recovered in three months, sis. I learned how to walk. Wow. Again. Wow. All the bones in my body were supposed to be uh, all jacked up. Every bone was a clean break. So it was easy for them to mend me back together. And this is why I know it was God. I was in a wheelchair, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. And, you know, you know how we get in that place. But God used my healing to show me something, that if you just trust me, Chris, if you just allow me to lead you, don't listen to what folks say. Don't look at your surroundings. The people are not going to understand the call I have for your life. I did this to prove to you, my son, that you have been called for something greater. So will you please listen to me? Now, see, this is what God talk, this is how God talks to me, Apostle, because uh, I was hard-headed. He didn't go, oh, I am God. And no, he talked to me like he was the that, whole, that hard daddy that he talked to you hard because he loved you. And since then, God has just opened up so many doors, not only for me personally, but as a, as the ministry started growing and, and God would give me all these off-the-wall topics that's going to that's gonna be controversial. These church folks ain't going to want to come to this network. These, these church folks ain't going to want to listen to what we got to say because we're talking about stuff that's, 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 that's hurting their pockets. We're not, they're not, we're not talking about stuff that's naming it and claiming it and, and all that stuff. We're not talking about stuff like that. We're talking about rebuilding, and we're talking about basic training, going back to basics, stripping away all that nonsense that we carried for 20-plus years of our life and learning Jesus Christ all over again. What's the Holy Spirit? How can I use the Holy Spirit? All these things that God continues to download in me. So make a long story short. I thank God that he has you at a place, Apostle, where it's not comfortable. Because I'm telling you, Apostle, by me not being comfortable with my own ministry, that's where God does the greatest work. Because I can't put myself in it. I can't co-sign on it. I can't say, oh, wow, that was a good preacher, Chris. I can't do that because I know it's God. So when God mm -hmm. does things, when you are doing this ministry and you're feeling uncomfortable, that's a good place because then you yeah. have to trust 
completely because your flesh is going to always rise. It's always going to get in the way. It's always going to keep you from doing what you're supposed to do for God. But that's the awesome place when you're uncomfortable and you're pushing and you're allowing God to take you to a place that you know personally you can't go yourself. And that's when the impact happens. That's when people are delivered. That's when things are set free and chains are broken, not only for the people you minister to, but you in your own personal life. God is going to do a great work in you, Apostle, and I don't for a second that the things you went through were not in vain. They are something that you can hold on to to remind yourself that, God, if it wasn't for you, I would not be here. I don't care if I have 10 people. I don't care if I have 100 people. I don't care if I have 10,000 people. But they will know that through this vessel you are using, that the Spirit of God is flowing through me, and none of Tanya is in the mix. I'm just saying, sis, and I'm sorry to go there, but... I, I, I just I, I just have to be obedient to the spirit of God, but be encouraged, yes. be encouraged. Don't Thank you. don't yes. <laughs> you're welcome. To God be the glory. Don't allow yes. don't allow the enemy to stop you. I don't care what it is because I understand. No, no, no. I understand. You know, it it, costs being too much. Sick. <laughs> yes, and see, people it don't understand. Too much to be stopped. Exactly. It's a cost to this thing. See, people don't understand. It, the, the cost is, we're not talking about money, ladies and gentlemen. The cost of dying to yourself, that's yes. the cost. And yes. allowing the Spirit of God to guide you, that's the battle that we face every single day. If you're an apostle, a bishop, to a pastor, to a minister, it doesn't matter how you walk. This body is going to automatically reject the things of God because of what happened. And we all know the story. But what I'm trying to tell you is that we can utilize That's why we what must we walk have. in the spirit. Amen. Amen. You see, you just took the words right out of my mouth. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay. And, and this is what I love. See, this is what I love about this platform. Yeah, we talk about what people have done, the impact is done in their communities, and that's awesome. But when we're able to fellowship together as men and women of God, as visionaries, uh, as people that God has taken, has separated us from, because me, I, I was the same way, uh, Apostle. I, I miss the people person. I love people. You know, I love the inter, you know, interjecting and 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 have fellowship and all that stuff. And then when I was quarantined, and then I'm now I'm quarantining with Christ, and now He is purging me for all the nonsense and all the stuff that was put in my body for the last two and a half years. I can thank God. For Right now that I'm off all my medication, I'm not rolling with this thing with a foggy mind. I've been more clearer than ever before. And see, this is what this is what people don't understand. When you let God take it, He's going to take you higher than you ever thought or imagined. He's going to take you to places that you know you can't put yourself in. And that's where God is starting right now with our ministry. And He's going to do the same for you, Apostle. And I don't doubt it because there's there is a strategic spiritual reason why you wrote the book and
and release the way it was released because it's going to bless somebody's life. Someone that may not know how to pray, know how to be an intercessor, don't know how to, you know, use daily devotionals to help them through the day with all the chaos going on. This is a perfect book for you to get. So if you are a new baby in Christ, even if you're a seasoned vet in Christ, you are you can never stop learning the things of God. And the awesome thing about Fellowship Apostles is that you can learn from different people, their experiences, what God has brought them from, and how their their spiritual gifts was birthed. And that can encourage you to continue to press on and do what God told you to do, even in this season. Man, let me stop preaching. We're running out of time, and we got kids that we, that need tending to. So, Apostle, please. Can you give the family one more time how they can get your book, 40 Days of the Throne Room Prayers, how they can get your ministry, how they can be a part of Esther Crown Ministries. Give them all of of the handles, all of the email addresses, how they can contact you, and then when the quarantine's over, how they can have you fly to wherever they need to come to, to preach the word of God. You have the floor. He's now very, he's now like you're underwater. Are you hearing me now? Yes, I hear you perfect now. Okay. Well, let me just say, let me just wrap up the call then, because I think um, I'm in a different space right now. Um, I just thank God for your life and saving you. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can. Okay, sure. Okay. And I was just saying, I thank God for your life saving you. And I know that there's so much more for you. And so we just bless God for that experience and for uh, having interrupting the plans of the enemy to cut your time from earth shorter than God said so. So we bless God for that. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, I just thank you for his life, Chris's life, in Jesus' name. Thank you for this um for your son, your brother, your man of God. We bless God for his life and his family. Um, for those that want to reach us to Crown Ministries, the website, the blog has a lot of information on contact information. Again, at www.apostletanya.video.blog. Um, and the prayer request, if you have any uh, prayers, you know, if you want to submit a prayer request, um, I'd be delighted to pray for you. Send it to us. Uh, there is a, you can send it online. Uh, there is a page on the prayer request that you can send your prayers to us. Uh, there is also a prayer for salvation on the website as well. Uh, there is also a place where you can, uh, the phone number again, in case, I think the number is still there. If not, the email address again is info at estacrownministries.org. To be a part of the ministry, to fellowship with us, to get a date, the dates, the events that are coming up. Uh, you can email us at info at estacrumministries.org. We're also going to be putting uh, and adding some dates on the event page on the blog as well. And um, to purchase the book, the book 40 Days of Throne Room Prayers, 
is available on Amazon.com. It's also available at BarnesandNobles.com, Google Play Books. It's available with, it is available also with um, Apple iBooks. And so I think that is all. And I thank you, Chris. Thank you for this time. Thank you. I'm honored for the time with you. And um, I bless God for you and your family. And I will make sure that you have, um, you all have my contact information as well. I don't know. I think you have something. But I'll make sure that you have all the information as well, okay? Yes, ma'am. I think I only have your, uh, I have the email address uh, from the, uh, for your ministry. So you can just okay. what you need to do there. And yes, okay. I don't know for sure if they gave you the ministry, if you have the ministry numbers. I'll make sure that you have all the correct ministry numbers and all of those things, okay? Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, family, that's a wrap for tonight's show, and we definitely thank and praise Apostle Dr. Tanya coming in the building of Esther Crown Ministry. Please hit the fourth important day of Throne Room Prayers by Apostle Tanya. Y'all need to get the book. So, family, we love you, pray God for you, and remember that you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the psalmist's voice, Oh, when you see Apostle Tanya in your church, in your hood, at the grocery store, doing it big for the kingdom of God, walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next time for another exciting episode of the Psalmist Voice Presents. I love you, family. Be blessed. See you next time. Thomas Voice presents Let's Go. TPV Radio, Central Texas. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.